Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So we want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it and then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. And it's true. We have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it, forced upon us. We can't refuse it. We didn't seek it. We didn't choose it, but it's up to us to use it. We must suffer. If we lose it, give account. If we abuse it, just a tiny little minute. But our eternity is wrapped up in it. And I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to be on with you to talk about living your best life, to talk about how do you create wealth? How do you create a a lifestyle that's healthy, wealthy, and wise? And of the three, even though the healthy and wealthy and wise is how most people say it, wise is the most important because if you're not wise, you you will throw away your wealth and you'll mess up your health. So, but healthy, wealthy, and wise, and how do you do it now? So I'm grateful and I am grateful for you taking time out to access this program. I am Dr. Willie Jolly and I'm grateful that you've made this part of your listening program for this time. Now, you know, I take a moment to give that minute and then I take a moment to give God some glory, to thank him for life and strength and health. I thank him for being a, a, a part of my life and everything I do, I run it right through that prism. What would God say I should do? And he has blessed me because of it. So I'm grateful and I'm thankful that this is the number one show on the uh, network now for self-help and motivation. I'm grateful. That's good. I'm happy for that. I'm grateful for the books, bestsellers. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful during regular times, I'm speaking all over the globe and getting a chance to meet and greet people. But even now, even Even now, I'm speaking to companies all over the world via Zoom, and I'm grateful for all of that. I'm grateful for all those things, but most of all, I'm grateful for life. Oh, yeah, I'm grateful for life. I'm still here. You're still here, and I'm grateful for that, and I give God glory. Now, before we get started, I'd like to take a moment to give my sponsor a shout-out. I got to talk about my sponsor. I am so excited about this new relationship I have with Truist Bank. T-R-U-I-S-T. Truist 
Bank. Now, you knew of BB&T Bank in certain parts of the country and knew of SunTrust Bank in other parts of the country. Well, they decided that they were going to stop being competitors and they were going to be cooperators as well as partners. It's called the merger of equals. And these two uh, powerful regional banks came together to create a new national bank. And boy, they are not playing. They are reaching out to small business people. They are reaching out to to minority audiences. They're reaching out to people who are ready to grow their wealth. And they're going in strong. So I want to take a moment to let you know that they're the sponsor for this program. They have made a commitment to me for the year. And I'm grateful for that. So look forward to being a part of the truest camp. Go and check them out and tell them Dr. Willie Jolly sent you. All right. Fantastic. Well, let me tell you about my guest. I got a heavy hitter up in here today. Kevin Hicks. Now, you might say, who is Kevin Hicks? I haven't seen him, his books on the book stand. I haven't seen him on, on, on the uh, TV a lot. No, you might not have seen him because he's been in the background creating long, serious wealth. I mean, some deep pocket wealth. This guy is not playing. He's been a, an advocate for minority fan franchising, for growing business, for growing wealth in communities all over this world. He has participated in many companies that have created wealth for their uh, participants. Uh, he's, he's increased minority ownership for many leading brands, including Popeye's Fried Chicken, Subway, Papa John's Pizza, the UPS Store, General Nutrition Centers, the International House of Pancakes, Burger King, Exxon Mobil, the Coffee Beanery, Firehouse Subs, Fast Signs, Midas. It could go on and on. This brother has been able to help African-Americans, minority audiences, small business people to get into franchising and to create wealth. He is an expert. Now, he didn't just become an expert because he wrote a book, read a book about it, or he heard somebody in a seminar. He did it. (laughs) This brother did it. He owns a number of these franchises himself, as well as hotels and all sorts of other business entities. We're going to go more about what he has done and how he has built this, but he is a mover, shaker, wealth maker, and he's my friend, Kevin Hicks. Kevin, are you there? Yes, I am, Dr. Jolly. Thank you so much for the kind words. I was trying to figure out who you were talking about just a second ago, but I will take it in the manner in which it was given, and, and I will receive it as such. Oh, man, you, you look. So look, folks, we were standing on the roof of the uh, new uh, spy museum in Washington, D.C., couple years ago now uh, for the Black Caucus and my wife who is, y'all know my wife many of you have heard her, she doesn't take any prisoners and we were talking about business, she said that guy is awesome I, I, she said you gotta have him on the show some point in time, I said I got it and then we had to just try and find a time when I could get on his schedule cause he has built wealth, now Kevin, I gave him the thumbnail sketch about who you were, where you come from. Tell us a little more about your background and who you are, where you come from, and how you got to where you are from where you started. Well, I will tell you first, I have divided loyalties because my father was a man of Harlem for a long, long time. He passed away and made a transition 10 years ago, but he passed away at 97 years of age, so I'm hoping that I can follow him and be here that long. But my father was a, a man of Harlem, and my mother was from Brooklyn, but when they when they got married, I grew up in the Bronx, uh, initially in the South Bronx, and then we moved to the North Bronx, much like the Jefferson style, we moved on up, yep. uh, but I'm, so I'm still very much a child of the 
of, of the Bronx. And, and as, as luck would have it, when I became a young adult, I lived in Harlem. So I lived in Harlem for the better part of 15 years Okay. before it became sexy to do so. I was there trying to help us build community in Harlem. My background, uh, I was fortunate enough to be an athlete, and I was also a pretty decent student. But for those students who weren't decent students, I was always in trouble. I'd gotten kicked out of school a couple of times. I had some problems with with, with fighting. And uh, subsequently, I prayed one day, and I asked God to give me one more opportunity because I got tired of my mother being afraid to answer the phone. And, and that opportunity came in the form of getting to go to a boarding school. So wow. my last two years of high school were in boarding school. I was a prep school for Yale University, and from there I went to Georgetown University uh, in Washington, D.C., and, and then after going abroad and, and trying, uh, you know, my craft, I, I came back and, and I went to school in graduate school in Philadelphia. So You went to school, I, uh, what was that? I went to school at the University of Pennsylvania, University of Pennsylvania with the Wharton Business School. You went so, to Wharton? I didn't know that. Okay, I should have known. This bro- oh, you didn't blew by that. Oh yeah. Oh, I just went to. I went to school in Pennsylvania. You went to Wharton. <laughs> so, so, but let me. But let me tell you, it was a long spread between when I finished when I finished undergrad because brother, it cost. Let me tell you, uh, I didn't want to go into debt, so maybe I went some years after. But but nonetheless, that 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 is a uh, that is my journey, and I, the, the reason I would suggest to people who weren't the, the, the special student or who were not the, the, the so-called good kid is, I was blessed to have two good parents, my father, Benny Hicks, and my mother, Terrell Hicks. Uh, they stood by me despite all those challenges. And if you don't have the parents in the home, you can find surrogate parents who will allow you uh, to grow, who will encourage you and stand by you. And my parents doing that uh, is the reason why I've had the ability to have any success that, that I've, 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 been, I've experienced and and it, it's really quite simple. The sum total of anything I am and anything I'll ever be is because of my mother and father. And and I will tell you that they taught me to measure success, not by what I was able to do with my life, but the degree to which I was able to touch the lives of others. And it's on that basis that we founded our company. Wow. Okay. So, you know, that's a great story. You, It wasn't a silver spoon get put in your mouth. You didn't come from uh, the upper echelons of society. You came from, though, two good solid parents who taught you the values of hard work and uh, being a, a diligent uh, person and, and, and good person. And I'm telling you, I've, every time I've talked to you, uh, uh, we talk often now, uh, I'm always impressed how you always lead with, I want to help somebody. I want to help somebody. I want to help somebody. I want to help these folks. Let's, let's help those folks. And, and then you talk about the money. The money cometh because of your commitment to helping others. And I'm always impressed with that. Well, you've built a business. Tell us about the business and where your offices are because they're all over the place. I, I will do that. It's interesting. So, uh, you know, when I was working on Wall Street for, for a leading investment banking firm, one day I was with uh, my mentor and we were in the meeting and he kept talking about uh, they kept talking about this particular unit. That's what they call groups or even individuals creating, you know, I heard these astronomical figures like I heard them say 20 million. I heard, I heard them say 100 million. And, and I tapped him and I said, who's this? And I tapped him and I said, who's this? And he finally kept looking at me and he wrote down and put you. And when I realized that one of the few things that 
I did take on very early what my mama taught me, and that's how to count. So when I heard $100 million and I knew what they were paying me, I said, it's time to boogie. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so Dr. Kelly, subsequently, uh, myself, I went and called one of my best friends, and I, I told him I just had this wake-up call, and he said, oh, you just got yours? He said, I had mine a couple of weeks ago. And then we called another buddy, and he had a similar experience. So what are we going to do about that? And we all decided to leave and form our own firm. We called one of our best female friends, who was a great administrator, and we asked her to roll with us uh, because he told her we can scrape some money together and match what she was getting, and that's how we started. And we celebrated our 20th year six months ago, but that's how we started. And we started with the purpose of helping black and brown firms initially to raise capital so they can expand their businesses because most black and brown firms did not know about private equity or supply diversity with Fortune 1000 companies, so we tried to do that. And then subsequently growing out of that, a recession hit, and we then took the time to get into franchising as an opportunity for people to take their funds and create wealth. Wow. So that, that's how we got into franchising. And subsequently, after our fourth year, and the first three years were, were a challenge, after our fourth year, when the recession hit, people were looking for places to put their money, and franchising was a great place. We did such a great job for Burger King and Subway that we said, hey, you know what? We can do this for the customer as opposed to for the corporation. And so after our fourth year, we began exclusively working with black, Latino, and Asian clients with helping them to buy either new franchises, starting them up from, ground, from the ground up, or buying existing ones that other people owned that were profitable and successful. So that's kind of how the firm started. And the demand was so great for the franchise piece that for the last 16 and a half years, that's exclusively what we do. And in addition, you own personally of some franchises. To name a few yes, of the franchises you personally Yeah, because I believe that the best endorsement of something you say you believe in, how can I talk to people about franchising being a wealth-building and community-building asset or endeavor and not have done it myself? I always, I always marvel at people who do that. So in point of fact, we've owned Golden Corral restaurants. We own 16 of those. A client of mine sold hers back to churches. Chicken Corporation, and we bought them back from the corporation. Wow. We've owned we've owned Subway restaurants. I still own two Subway restaurants in Washington Heights area of New York right now. Uh, Buffet restaurants in Birmingham. Hold that thought. We got more. I got to take a break, but I want to talk about the hotels. I want to talk about the uh, uh, Papa John's. I want to talk about all that you're doing. This is Doctor Willie Jolly. On the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways show, I got my special guest, Kevin Hicks, who's going to tell you how he created wealth and how he's helping others to do the same. We'll be right back, and for sure, your best is yet to come. Hi, 
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And that recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit of getting positive, motivational resources of great thinkers and great learners. And I want to offer those same kind of resources to you. We've developed a free page on my website. It's wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. On that site, we've got resources, books, audios to help you to grow and they're free. So go to wjspeaks.com slash gift, wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of those resources and then share that page with your friends and your family members. We want to impact and inspire millions of people. And remember, if you enjoy this message on this podcast, like it, share it and Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. I got my special guest, Kevin Hicks. Now, before we go back to him, I want to make sure all of you know that you should go to winwithwillie.com. Winwithwillie.com. Sign up for my newsletter. I send out a free one-minute video every day, every day to our list all over the globe just to encourage them. And I'm so grateful for all the people around the globe, around the globe who are saying this one or this message or this story or this idea changed my life. And that's what I want to do. And that's what we've been doing. So go to win with willie.com and sign up for the newsletter and on that same page you'll get access to all my websites our marriage website our faith-based website our business website our personal development website some of my products right there all of that our youth website all of that at winwithwillie.com we put it all on one page so you can have access to all the things that we got going on as well as our media now my Guest is Kevin Hicks. Kevin Hicks has become an expert in franchising, how to help grow franchises, how to help people get into franchises, how to help people create wealth in franchises. And he not just teaches others how to do it, he's done it himself. He was just saying he has Golden Corral restaurants. He has Subway restaurants. Uh, I believe you got some Papa John's in there to you, don't you? Yeah, we, those are recent. So some of the restaurants, we, you know, obviously we exited from so. We no longer have the Golden Corral restaurants, and but we've gotten into other restaurant concepts. We've gotten into other franchise conversations. So the first thing I would suggest to people is don't think that franchising is simply food. Though that is a place we invest it, most people don't realize that the hotels that they stay in are generally franchise hotels. Right. And point of fact, I'm part of an ownership group uh, of a Marriott hotel in an area that they call Midtown in Atlanta, Georgia. 
Wow. So that, too, was a franchise, very much the same way Subway or Burger King or some of the other concepts that we mentioned are franchises. But I will tell people, not only are franchises a wealth-building and an opportunity concept, they're a community-building concept. Yes, Because that's right. for any franchise you think of, for any business you think of that is necessary for life-giving, life-developmental community needs, a franchise will do it. Whether it be supermarkets, you, you'll have some communities that have saved a lot, less supermarkets and not know that those are actually franchises. Or 7-Elevens, they will not know that those are actually franchises. If you're talking about real estate and people looking to buy homes, they won't know that Keller Williams or Century 21 are franchises. Whether you're talking about sign shops, they won't know that fast signs are franchises. Or cell phone stores like Sprint or AT&T, some of these people are going to be sponsors of your show after they hear me big them up like this. Wow. Uh, I will make sure of that. Yep. So these are all life-giving and community-giving businesses, not just to mention those restaurants that we're familiar with already, like your IHOPs. I remember many, many years ago, one of the first urban IHOPs in the country was done as a result of a conference that we put on, and it was done in Brooklyn near where the new basketball arena is. Mm. Uh, that was one of the first urban concepts. My church, where the Reverend Calvin O'Busset was a pastor in New York, the Abyssinian Baptist Church, helped bring the first urban IHOP in Harlem. So that, too, was the first family restaurant they had there in years, okay? And many of the church members and the students from their local school were able to get a job there. So these are community-building concepts as well, because what you're getting is a certain standard of quality control. What you're getting also are quality products and services that are needed by communities. So I like the fact that it's wealth-building. I like the fact that it's family wealth and generational building, but I also like the fact that they can contribute to community. Wow. Well, you've done it, and you have been an advocate all over the country encouraging people on how to get up and going, and you tell them that this is not rocket science, that it is a doable concept, and shouldn't you should not be afraid. You just need some good counsel and mentorship. So what are some of the things you tell people about the importance of how to get involved in franchising and why it is something that is possible for them, even if they're not uh, uber wealthy, just to get started. Tell them some of the things you shared in some of the seminars I've sat in on that just blew my mind. You're far too kind, Dr. John, but I will say this. Because this is wealthy ways, I want to make sure people understand what we're talking about. Wealth, quite simply put, is the sum total of all the assets that you own that give you financial security. Say that and one more time. I want you to make sure people that, for those who are who are listening, who are on time, on, ongoing listening, I want you to realize I have not told him that. We have not talked about it. I'm going to confirm it with him after he says it again with some of the things we've been talking about. Say that one more time. Wealth is the sum total of the assets that you own that give you financial security. All right. Now, many of you heard Alfred Edmond from Black Enterprise say the same thing. It's not about what you do is what you own. If you are doing something that creates income, that's great. But when you own it, it spins off money. Eric Broyles said the same thing. We've had one after another who said it's what you own that creates revenues that you don't have to be there while it's making money for you. Am I right about it, Kevin? Yes, sir. And, and understand, folks, when you hear us say own, 
the average millionaire, and we'll speak to what that is in a moment, has a minimum of four streams of income. Right. And so when you want to create wealth and financial stability, you want to increase the number of sources of income that you have. So your job is one source of income. That's one revenue stream. Your savings account, because you earn money on that, that's another revenue stream. Your investments, whether it's a 401k or a retirement plan or a stock ownership, that's another revenue stream. Okay, if you have insurance that happens to have an investment company, that's another revenue stream. So don't just think of owning business. If you own real estate and you're renting that property out, that's a revenue stream. If you have an interest in a business, that's a revenue stream. You want to try to get as many revenue streams as you possibly can because that will create financial stability and ultimately help you grow your wealth. And almost 70% of all millionaires have a minimum of four revenue streams. Amen. And so what is a millionaire? A millionaire, quite simply put, is a person who has a net worth of a million dollars. So what is that? Net worth is the tool by which you measure wealth. What does that mean? You take everything you own that's an asset that has value. That includes your furniture, your clothes, everything, your, your, your jewelry, your bank accounts, your savings, your business, your stock. You put that on the left-hand side. You make a T. Put that on the left-hand side. Those are your assets. You put on the right-hand side everything that you own. That would be your more oh, that would be your mortgage. That would be your credit card bills. That would be any student debt that you have. That would be any kind of debt that you have on the right-hand side. When you subtract the items on the right-hand side, which are your liabilities, from the items on your left-hand side, which are your assets, that is your net worth. If that number is above a million dollars, you are a millionaire. Mm. And in point of fact, my, one of my mentors and a friend of Dr. Jolly, Kelvin Boston, wrote a book many years ago, Smart Money Moves for African Americans. Yep. And what he said is in order to be financially stable, we should make it a goal to have a net worth of $200,000. A goal, that means something that you can work towards each step. So when I just talked about a moment ago, the different revenue streams, think of franchising as one of them. Yes. Franchising, quite simply, folks, is just a business model for business ownership. Mm. It's very simple. But it's an important business model for us because for those people who may not have the, 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 the courage or, or, or confidence to go directly into business uh, by themselves, franchising is ideal for you because you are, in point of fact, in business for yourself but not by yourself. Right. So let me explain what that means. In point of fact, it's one of the few times where your business partner as a corporation, has an interest in your success because, and I'll speak to what the structure is later on in our talk, but because they don't make money unless you make money. Right. And they, because of that, they put systems in place and structures in place for you to be successful. So why else will we do this? Because franchising is a trillion-dollar industry. And Say that again. How much? How much? How, how much is that? Say that, Kevin. One more time. How much is that? Trillion with a T. T R I. Yes, sir. And, and, and so, what I tell people is, fifty percent of all retail sales are franchise. And it's funny when I say that to myself. Let me walk you through your day. When you got up in the morning, when you got that coffee, where'd you get that coffee from? Probably a franchise or a licensee like Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so after you got that coffee from Dunkin' or wherever you went, where did you? How did you get to work? You jumped in that car. Most people, some people are fortunate to live in big cities with public transportation. You got in that car. Where did you get that car? From a franchise. When you got that gas, where did you get that gas? From a franchise. When 
you went to work and they had a team meeting and they had to have lunch delivered in, in many cases, what was it? A franchise. Or when you went out to lunch, what was it? When you went to pick up your mail because the post office closes at 4 p.m., where did you go? UPS store, which was a franchise. When you went to work out, you went to 24-hour fitness or anytime fitness, what was that? That was a franchise. When you get your smoothie, when you went to Smoothie King, where'd you go? Smoothie King, that's franchise. When you decided to go get your supplements to, to, to fortify your workout regimen, where'd you go? You went to go get supplements and vitamins from where? GNC, that's a franchise. So when I go through the course of their day, yep. they realize how much franchise impacts their life. And it's not just food, because 70% of what I just mentioned to you, Dr. Jolly, were not food franchises. That's but right. But they were significant franchises in your life. And so why franchising? It does a couple of things, Dr. Jolly, for the person who wants to go into business. One of the things is you have cooperative buying. So my restaurants, when I compete with other delis in the area I'm at in Manhattan, I get all of the products at a discount because they're buying cooperatively at the rate that was negotiated because we're a national company. Okay, so you have that. It's the same with all of the supplies. So what does that allow me to do? Be more competitive with my pricing. What else do you have? Well, you have marketing. When you see all that marketing that you see on television, whether it's in radio or, or print media, that marketing support gives me another boost for the success potential for my business. What else do we have that they do? Okay, well, it gives you the opportunity to also have support services. They train you. So whatever business you're getting into, if it's GNC, it'll be six weeks of training on how to run that business. So don't think you have to get into a franchise where you know the business. You get into a franchise that has an interest to you or that addresses a need in the community where you want to do business. And you're looking for okay. the opportunity. Am I right about it? Yes, sir. All right, yes, hold sir. that thought. We're going to come right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. We'll be right back. We've got more information to help you grow your health, your wealth, and your wisdom. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his Note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and thought it to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life or a setback is a setup for a comeback or turn setbacks into greenbacks or chicken soup for the soul or an attitude of excellence or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last and now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store, get some of the art the videos, the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. 
And we're back with Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and my special guest, Kevin Hicks. He is the business partner with Blackman and Associates, a franchise consulting firm which provides franchise advisory and acquisition services for individuals and companies. And he is also a franchise owner himself. We're going to talk more about it when we come back. I want to take a moment, though, before I go and talk about Truist. I want to make sure you know about this bank that is so fantastic that I'm so excited about and the fact that they have stepped up to the plate. They are not playing. I was recently reading an article in the Washington Business Journal about the banks that were making an indelible impact on the community and the number one bank they listed was Truist. I, I took a picture of it, sent it to my friends at Truist and said, congratulations, bravo, for what you're doing in the community. I am impressed, inspired, and excited, and I am exceptionally uh, delighted that you are now going to be part of the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show. You have made a commitment to be a sponsor for our program, and I am over the top excited because you took this bank BB&T and then you took this bank SunTracks of both I've spoken for I know friends at but then you came and put it together and created this truest which means something that is true that is con concurrent and will be steadfast and so you have done that and you made this a priority to impact communities of color you've impacted women you've impacted uh, uh, small business people and you said we want to help you grow your businesses and grow your wealth i want you all to go to truest bank and tell them dr willie jolly sent you my special guest kevin hicks is going to tell you how to put create money so you can take it to a bank he has done that he's created millionaires and he has done it over and over again kevin you're telling them about the fact that every day they get up and go out from home and from the moment they wake up probably to the moment they go to bed and sometimes they go to bed in hotels which too are franchises they go to a, a conference that's a franchised hotel i mean all of these are franchises and they don't realize there's so many even one that i thought was fairly interesting was that some of the routes uh delivery routes are franchised i mean all sorts of things you're saying it's not just food it's all sorts of opportunities for creating wealth talk more about it very, very good. Thank you so much. So, as I was saying, you don't have to select a business that you know. Uh, Dr. John just gave a perfect example. When you receive your packages at your office or at your home, when they're delivered many times, you think that it is, for example, FedEx that is doing so or Amazon that is doing so. In point of fact, both those companies have a business model similar to a franchise where they allow you to deliver the packages on their behalf. You wear their uniforms, the trucks are painted just like their trucks, and you actually park at the same terminal that their corporate trucks do. In point of fact, several months ago, myself and my partners purchased a FedEx concept. And in point of fact, this particular concept, you know, allowed us to pay people fifty to $68,000. Uh, so we were creating jobs. Uh, the business did $2.4 million in revenues. What most people don't know is if you do over a million dollars in revenues, you're in the top 7% of businesses in this country. If you do over $2 million, you're in the top 3%. Wow. So importantly, we were able to get into that business, provide opportunity, have a very, 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 very profitable concept because these businesses are anywhere from 20 to 30% in profit. So that, too, 
is another non-food concept. But where these where franchising helps you is, as I say, they train you, but they also provide the marketing. When you get the franchise, they don't leave you and say good luck. They continually come, some weekly, some monthly. They help you with operations. They help you with teaching you the best marketing for the area that you're in. And they do that on an ongoing basis. So why else should we do franchising? Uh, as I said, you've got quality control because you have... You have a proven concept, a proven system that people are familiar with. It has worked all over the country and in most cases all over the world because many of these companies are Fortune 1000. But the key thing, the key thing is the Department of Labor Statistics for 2020 looked at business failure and success. 20% of all businesses fail in the first year. Wow. And by year four, 50% of businesses fail. But with franchising, when they looked after five years, 80% of all those franchises were still in business. So franchises were what? We're still in business. We're still in business. Wow. Franchises were still in business. Whereas, as I said, by year four, 50% of the businesses that have started fail. And what I tell people is franchises may not guarantee success, but what they certainly do is mitigate the risk you're taking when you go into business and want to be an entrepreneur through franchising. Wow. So those are the reasons why I tell people that they should do it. I tell people all the time, I've had great jobs. And, and they, they provide my family with some security. But I was not able to become a millionaire until I got involved in franchise. Wow. And, it's, and, it, and, 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 so, and, and, and even though you went to Wharton, uh, you don't have to go to business school. You don't have to be a, uh, a college degree in your pocket. You don't have to be a brainiac. What you need is a desire and some knowledge. Am I right? That's right. Most of the franchise owners are not people who went to fancy schools or, or even have college degrees. In point of fact, what has happened is people who do have advanced degrees are now rushing to franchising because they see people who did not go their pathway creating more wealth than they are. And wow. so now you have a large number of people coming into franchising because they have the resources to even go bigger. So, so I think that it's, it's real important. So how does franchising work? It's really simple. These three simple concepts you need to know. Okay. One... You have a franchise fee. That's a one-time fee you pay to the brand. If it was Subway, it'd be fifteen thousand. If it were Popeyes, it'd be twenty. If it were Fast Signs, which is a sign concept you folks might see, okay, that would be twenty twenty-five thousand dollars. So, depending on the concept, you pay a one-time fee, and what that fee pays for is the training. Mm. You go to their corporate, their corporate headquarters, or they come to you for a portion of the training. They train you on the business and in the business, because you'll also go into someone else's business. They train you. That one-time fee covers that. Also, those support services I talked about, people coming to your business and helping you on an ongoing basis, because when you sign a franchise agreement, it's either 10 or 20 years, and during that whole time, you will continue to have support. They have conferences. They have people come in to help you. They have you perform cooperatives to work with other people who've been franchisees for a long time. And that's the one-time fee, the franchise fee. Wow. The second is the marketing fee. So uh, in my subway restaurants, I pay three and a half cents every week. Some of them do it monthly towards the marketing fee. Well, what does that go to? That three and a half percent or three and a half cents? Three and a half percent. Three and a half percent. Percent. Three and a half percent. Three and a half percent. Of every of every dollar. Okay. And so what that pays for is those radio commercials, those ads you see in the newspapers and magazines and the television commercials that you see, uh, and the sponsorships that you see. It pays for that. 
So that's the second fee. That would be the market fee. The third and the most important fee is how the franchise makes their money. They make their money on what's called the royalty fee, which is nothing more than a commission. So in the case of Subway, they get eight cents on every dollar that I make. Okay. So that is their fee. And why I say that's wonderful is that African-American and Latino entrepreneurs who many times have had to come through minority supplier programs or go through set-aside programs, you'll often see that they set aside 5% of the money, 10% of the money for us. Well, franchising flips that on its head, and I love this. It's the best set-aside on demand. I get the 88 cents, or I get the 90 cents, or I get the 85%, and they get the 10 or the 12 or the 15. And so that's how you're able to create wealth. That's how you're able to create opportunity for other people in the form of jobs, in many cases, high-paying jobs, okay, that stabilize families. So the royalty fee is how they make their money. So if it were Popeyes, it'd be five cents. If it were if it were Dunkin' Donuts, it may be six six percent. Uh, so it varies per franchise, but that is how they make their money, and you get the bulk of that money. So the three fees again: franchise fee, one-time fee, marketing fee, one the ongoing fee, and the royalty fee, which is an ongoing fee. And when you want to look at franchises that you might be able to get into, there's a couple of sites you can go to. You can go to FranchiseDirect.com. You can go to Franchising.org. There are several places where you can go, and you'll see all the businesses that allow you to learn more about franchising and franchise opportunities across various industries. Well, well, let's say they want to they they get a consultant and they want the best consultant in the business on the planet to be able to help them. And they say, I got to reach this gentleman who was on the Willie Jolly show. What's your website or where can people go to say, I want to hire him? Where can I get uh, more information on this guy? Because he's my guy. Where do they go? The best way to reach us is probably by email because of the number of calls that we get, particularly because of the economic pandemic that we're in right now. Many people are looking for sources to stabilize their income or lost their jobs or had pay cuts. So my my email address is blackmanassoce2, which is B-L-A-C-K-M-A-N-A-S-S-O-C-2, at Hotmail, and I'll answer any questions you have about franchising. That's a two, uh, the number two or TWO? The number two. The okay, number so two. Blackman yeah. Associates, uh, abbreviated ASSOC, the number two at Hotmail.com. Hotmail. Okay, so you got it, folks. Blackman Associates, ASSOC, the number two at Hotmail.com, and then they can they can filter through. His assistant can go through them and 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 set up a time to uh, uh, have some response to you. Now, don't be calling him if you ain't serious, and don't be calling him asking him for for, for money. I'm not telling y'all because the wise ones. <laughs> Can you give me some money? They're going to say, hold up. It's like Eric Burroughs told me when he was on the show. He said, you know, people call all the time. They know I'm a multimillionaire. They ask me, hey, can you give me some money? He said, well, you know what? Uh, I, I make a point of not... Uh, helping people to stay poor. I help them. I give them advice. And I tell them, here's how I did it. I had to fight through this. I had to grow that skill set, that muscle. So I'm not going to give them money. I'll give them advice. And then you got to go to work. Am I right about it? Yes, sir. I will tell you, though, you know, one of the things that I tell people, particularly when I do speaking engagements, whether it's a, a seminar or, you know, where I get a little bit more time or whether it's a speaking engagement, is I tell them, never let money be the reason you don't do a deal. Say it again. One more time. Say that one more time. 
Never let money or the lack thereof be the reason you don't do a deal. And, and, and Dr. Jolly, it's quite simple. People who are wealthy, people of means, or people who are even just economically stable, they have the same 401k you do. They have the same stocks that you do. And if their stock is getting them 4% or 5% and you can bring them a project that will get them 10 they will listen to you. Right. You have to, you have to create value for the people that you're trying to get money from. And, and so if, you know, people like myself, I invest. In point of fact, the FedEx business that I got into, there were a group of sisters who wanted to get into this FedEx business, and I told them I will invest $50,000 if you bring me a project. That makes sense. I found a good project that fits their needs. We collaborated on the project, and we're part. Wow. I'm the majority owner, but they're partners as well. And they will make six-figure incomes from their business, which is a second endeavor for them. They still will keep their jobs, because in some cases, you can keep your job as well, which speaks to another thing. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. We're going to take a co- whatever that thought was. Hold it, because I want you to give it. I'm doing a, a, what they call a cliffhanger. Folks, y'all got to stay tuned to get that thought that's going to tell you how to get well. So this is Dr. Willie Jolly in the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show with Kevin Hicks. And for sure, your best is yet to come. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me. When you need me. You can call on me. Call me. You can call on me. Pick up the phone. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech. And I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life. And I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500. And that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. 
and he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And I'm grateful for you listening, whether you're listening on air or you're listening on a podcast. If you're listening on either one, I want you to do me a favor. Share it. Tell Lottie, Dottie, and everybody, ooh, you got to listen to Dr. Willie Jolly Show. That is how we have created this to be the number one show because you have shared it with your network. Keep sharing it because you've got some good information that you want to share with others so that they can grow their wealth. So share it with everybody you know. Now, my special guest, Kevin Hicks, is about to drop some more some more knowledge on us. He's dropping it like it's hot. Drop it again, Kevin. Go to work. I, 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 was, I was simply going to say that those people who don't have, as opposed to asking someone for money, how about asking them to invest in a project that you well thought out, you prepared a presentation for, and show them how it will create value for them not value for you. Mm. As Zig Ziglar used to say, if you help enough other people get what they want, you will get everything you want. And that's the secret. Give them value that will help them. You know what's in it for them. WTIF, what's in it for them. And they will say, you know what? I'm willing to get in business with you. I'm willing to put some money on the barrelhead because you you have given me some value. Am I right about it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and so the other thing is when we talk about people with limited resources, because I'm not going to call them broke, broke is a mindset. That's but right. the reality is, the reality is those people with limited resources, there's so many things out here for you to finance these dreams that we're talking about. There are bank loans. So you want to think about an SBA loan. Find out what that is. The government will guarantee 75% of your loan up to $5 million. Okay, if you bring them either a business that you're starting or an existing business you want to drive, want to buy. I can tell you that the sponsors of this show, I have done business with both. When I had my 16 churches, chicken restaurant, SunTrust Bank was my bank. They were mm. excellent small business bank. They also financed some of my equipment. Wow. When I had clients do, do fast signs in Texas, BB&T was the bank. And they also went as a small business bank. So having those two combined together is going to be something awesome to watch. But they do the kinds of loans I'm talking about. The SBA simply guarantees the loans that truest and banks of that sort would provide you. That's one way. I told you another way to get money is to come approach an investor. Third, this is the best time in the world to create wealth. Why? Because opportunities and wealth are built during times of crisis not in times of boom. Mm. You have to find what the needs are right now. Right now, I watched a commercial the other day. I watched a news program the other day talking about how the pandemic affected us and they had a shortage of funeral homes. Why are we not looking at that as an opportunity to serve? Okay, you're helping people in a time of need. I told people right now, the trucking business is wonderful. Why are we not doing that? So how else can you pay for it? You folks know that 
President Obama helped create something called the Jobs Act. All that was was simply a, a law that now allows you to crowdfund. Crowdfund is simply putting your project online on a platform. An example would be Kickstarter, some of you have heard of, or Fundable, and raising money by getting people to invest in your project if they think it's viable. That's the third way a person with limited means can get money in support, particularly in the area where you are, Dr. Jolly. There are a lot of governmental workers. That's right. Four, four, Bs, and there are people in corporate that have 401Ks. There's a little-known exception, something called ROBS, R-O-B-S. Rollover business startup. There's an exception that allows you to go take your 401k dollars, take a portion of it out, not be penalized or taxed to do one of two things, either to buy real estate or to invest in a business. No tax, no penalty. So you may have more money than you think because you can tap into your retirement fund. So those are the things that you can do to help yourself to finance your dreams. When I talk to, when I talk to young people, when I talk to young people, the thing I tell them to do is learn about business, one, learn about selling, two, and learn about team building. Because one of the things I encourage black and Latino clients to do is to do cooperative economics and partner with people. Not only do you mitigate your risk, you get people of different talents to put those talents together and enhance yourself enhance your opportunity to be successful. When you do a franchise, you don't have to just start it from the ground up. Maybe someone has a very profitable franchise they're trying to sell. You can buy that. 85% of the businesses we do are already open and existing and we're buying profitable businesses. So that's what I tell young people to do. And as a community, we have to understand the imperative is very clear. Very clear. Michelle Wallace said this in her book many years ago, The Myth of the Superwoman. She said we will either make history or continue to be the victims of it. We have to change our history by changing the way we act. There's a book that Dr. Jolly and I both read. In the book of Romans, it says, be ye transformed in the way that you are thinking. That's right. So if you don't start there, you're not going to start. You're not going to be successful. The other thing is that God sent his son here so that we can live life what? More More abundantly. That's right. More abundantly. So we're not supposed to be poor. We're not supposed to be poor, not just financially. We're not supposed to be poor poor emotionally and we need stronger families. We're not supposed to be poor poor in terms of any of the resources that we need to have fulfilled and development lives. We have to touch other people in order to be blessed. So I think that if we make community again, that we, in point of fact, will be able to create wealth not just in our families, not just in our homes, but in our communities. The last thing I would probably say yes. for those people of limited means, Reverend Floyd Flaco, I'm sure you know, out of New York City, was formerly a congressman. He wrote a book years ago called The Way of the Bootstrapper. The, the Way and of the Bootstrapper, Floyd Flake, that's right. He said, today's actions create tomorrow's legacy. Say it one and more time. Guess, say it one more time. Today's actions create tomorrow's legacy. That's and right. so I would say make your actions today a donation towards the future and the legacy of your family. The name that you carry can either be a burden to your family or it can be a blessing. Absolutely. And the Bible says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. I say children's children's great grandchildren. Uh, 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 folks, I want to make sure you heard what he said. He said that you have to make a decision. If you can do this, you can learn, learn about business, learn about selling, learn about team building. And I want to make sure you understand that these are teachable quantities and, and characters and, and uh, uh, qualities. You can learn 
all of this. You don't have to be born that way. You don't have to have it when you got out the womb. You can learn it. Now, that said, often in every show, I ask people the same question, my guests. You went to Howard University, which is right down the street here from us in D.C., and you went into a business class, and there were business students, and you say, okay, y'all, here's the thing. I want to give you the three you got us. You got to do these things if you're going to be successful in business. What are the three you got us? One, study the art of selling. Mm. Everything you do every day is a negotiation. And you either sold the person or they sold you. Everything you do every day is a negotiation. We're not, we put a negative connotation on selling. That's right. Where the wealthiest people in the world are the best salespeople. That's correct. And, That's right. you, and selling is not about getting over on somebody, nope. talking fast, or talking well. It's about meeting the needs of that person to the point where they're willing to compensate you either in dollars or in services. Mm. So I'm teach them that, the importance of selling. The second thing is the importance of team building. When I talked about this franchising thing, I didn't talk about the fact that if you want to be successful, you have to have a team. Whether you have partners, that's part of your team. Whether it's attorneys, insurance people, contractors, bankers. So don't get to know the folks at Truist Bank when you need them. Begin your relationship with them now. That's right. As, as Harvey McKay says, dig your well before you're thirsty. That's right. So get to know them now so that when you come to them, there'll be more of an opportunity for them to be receptive. So I would say second, understand team building, networking and team building. The third thing is understand the, 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 the importance of hard work. Mm. Understand there's nothing that's worth having that comes easy. There are some people who get things that come easy, okay, but most people have to put time on task to accomplish that goal. And part of that accomplishing that goal is to have, okay, is to, have, to, 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 to put off immediate gratification. It ain't all going to come now. Even when you start getting paid, don't go out and buy the, uh, the fly whip. You don't need to do it. Don't go out and buy the big house. What you need to do is make sure that whatever you created is sustainable for your children's children, as Dr. Jolly said. So those are the three things I would tell them. One, master the art of selling. Two, develop, develop an understanding of team building and networking. And three, value hard work. And don't, don't be afraid of it. Wow. Folks, if you're a listener of this podcast, this show, you've heard that from Eric Broyles, Delayed Gratification, Alfred Edmund, Delayed gratification. Uh, John Maxwell, delayed gratification. You've heard it from all the wealth builders. Steve Case, delayed gratification. Just heard it again. Put off those days of getting the big bling bling right now so that you can invest in your business and in your wealth, not just for the short term, but for the long term. Kevin Hicks, you are a brilliant man. Thank you for taking time to be on my show. You are a bad man, let me tell you. You are far too kind, sir. I thank you so much. I've looked up to you for many, many years. What you're doing is truly a blessing to all that get to listen to you, experience you, and to have you call me a friend and a mentee is very important to me and very special to both me and my family. This opportunity meant a lot. I hope I've said something that has some value for your listeners. And again, I look forward to talking to you again. Man, you are awesome. I want to thank everybody. I want to thank Kevin Hicks. I want to thank everybody who has listened. I want you to share this show with your friends, your family members, your cousins. I want you to tell everybody to listen. I want to thank Truist Bank for being my sponsor. And I want to thank God for giving me life 
life and strength to be able to do it. Go to winwithwilly.com. Get some of the resources. Check out my wife and I every Monday night on Happily Married Monday with the Jollies on Facebook Live. Check me out on Saturday mornings on the Jolly Good News Report on the Jolly Good News Facebook page. And then make sure to listen to me every morning on radio across America. Most importantly, though, I want you to make sure that you make a commitment to be excellent, that you give your best, that if they pay you a dollar, you give them $2 worth of work. And as you take that dollar, that you invest some of it for your future and your legacy. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, for sure, for sure, your best is yet to come. God bless you. enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope you got something of great value and I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program and I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire, willyjolly.com slash billionaire or wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.